Welcome to Mosaic, a biblical living in an unbiblical world. God's putting together pieces of a beautiful mosaic where our lives are to give him glory. We learn to live biblically by opening up God's word, and as we do that, we learn to see those pieces God is putting together. I'm Dr. James Brown, member of the Associate Reformed Presbyterian Church. Today we're going to be talking about the mustard seed. Is this just a power that we can tap into, a mantra, uh, or just a nice platitude that can make us feel triumphant? So join me as we look at Matthew chapter 17 and discuss what it really means to have the faith of a mustard seed. chapter 17, we read the following passage. Jesus said to them, because of your little faith, for truly I say to you that if you have the faith like the grain of a mustard seed, you'll say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. That's Matthew chapter 17, verse 20. I read from the English standard version. So if you have a different one, it may sound a little bit different. So let's talk about the mustard seed a little bit. Everywhere I've turned uh, throughout my time in ministry, I see people that talk about the mustard seed that have a necklace or a charm or a bracelet or uh, something that has a little mustard seed in it, and we're reminded how small it actually is. It's one of the smallest seeds that we have, and yet it grows into this massive bush. In fact, Scripture even says that birds can come in and nest in it because it is so large, but yet it comes from just a small, small thing. I'm going to be honest with you that I think this phrase the faith of the grain of a mustard seed is overused and it's completely misunderstood. It's one of those things that we hyper-spiritualize to make ourselves feel better or to get other people to do things. We use it like a mantra or an incantation for self-will, self-actualization. We say, I'm going to have the faith of the size of a grain of a mustard seed today and I'm going to go conquer this mountain. Or we say, you know what, if I just have a little bit more faith, I'm going to have the faith the size of a grain of mustard seed. And what I say is going to happen, it's going to happen. Well, I can tell you right now that if I have the faith the size of a green mustard seed and I, and I tell myself I'm going to get a million bucks, uh, I'm pretty sure God's not going to give me that money today. In fact, um, he's probably never going to give me that money because he knows that my heart is sinful and greedy. But this is what happens when we don't think biblically and when we don't really look at what Scripture is telling us. We find ourselves into a motivation that is selfish, self-centered, and what we want is we want what we want. We don't care what anyone else happens. You know, there's other ways I've heard this term phrase, the faith the size of a green mustard seed. We use it as a way to guilt others into service or maybe just to try a little bit harder. You know what? If you only had the faith of the size of a mustard seed, you would be in a much better, you would be in a much better spot than you are right now. You know what, if you just try just a little bit harder, because Jesus says that if you just have a little bit of faith, you can do anything. Or when we're trying to get other people to help us out. Like, I really need your help, man, but you know what? I know it's hard, but just a little bit, because Jesus said if we just had a little bit of faith, we could do whatever. Well, I think what happens when we do that is, well, we make an expectation that no one can rightly hit. Uh, We set expectations too high for ourselves even, because we're putting an expectation on God that God hasn't put on himself. We're putting an expectation on ourselves that God hasn't put on ourselves. How many times have you heard, if you just pray a little bit harder and have that little bit of faith, that little bit of faith of a grain of a mustard seed, God's going to do amazing things in your life. 
you know, I once had someone ask me, what happens when they pray for their sick family member? So what happens if we throw down that mustard seed and then nothing happens? If we throw down that idea that, God, I'm just going to have a little bit of faith and you're going to move the mountain. Then what happens when our prayers don't get answered the way that we want or they don't get answered at all, which I guess is a way that we don't want? Well, when we do that, then we begin to question our faith. We begin to question scripture. We begin to question the Bible. We begin to question God. So I think there's something more to that. So what is this verse talking about, actually? So this verse in 20 is not saying that we need to work harder. An actual mountain will not physically move. I hate to say that to you, but if you look at the mountains or the hills or the trees or whatnot around your house and you just say, listen, I have the faith of the grain of mustard seed, move from here to there, it's not going to move. It's just not. God has set those where they are by his divine decree and his divine will. So those mountains are not going to move because they're in your way. I'm also going to tell you that we have a problem to hyper-spiritualize and make metaphor bigger than what it is. The scripture is not talking about the mountains in your life. If you have the mountain of depression or anxiety or failed relationships, if you look at that mountain and you say, in the name of Jesus Christ and by the faith of the mustard seed, you're going to be made right, it may not happen because this verse is not talking about that. It's not talking about those mountains in your life. It's talking about a specific mountain. So what is this chapter in context? If we're going to live biblically, then we need to look at the passage from beginning to end. In the very beginning of Matthew chapter 17, we come across this amazing passage. It's the transfiguration of Christ. In that passage, we see a relationship We see the relationship of the Trinity, of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. We see the relationship of Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, and his relationship with Elijah and Moses. We also see the relationship between God the Father and the Son of God and the disciples. But then you go down a little bit beyond that, and they're coming down the hill, and they come across a broken relationship between a man and his son. This son has been possessed by a demon or an evil spirit, and the disciples tried to cast it out, but it didn't work. And this son is just wanting to have a restored relationship with his dad, and dad wants to have a restored relationship with his son, and they're looking to the disciples for help, and they can't do it. But then you look at the relationship between the father and the son and the disciples. The disciples are trying to perform this miracle, but they're doing it based on previous experience. A few chapters before Christ sends them out and to go out and to preach the gospel and to heal the sick and exercise the evil spirits. And they do that. And so they're thinking, look at me, I can do this. I've done it once before. I can do it now. And so now the disciples are frustrated with each other because they're trying to work on experience rather than live on faith. And so when Jesus says, because of your little faith, I say to you, if you have the faith like the grain of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, it'll move and nothing will be impossible for you. He's talking to the disciples. He's not talking to the dad. He's talking to the disciples. He said, listen, your faith is misplaced. Your faith is what you did previously, not on who the faithful one is. The faithful one is God the Father and God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. If you look at this passage beginning in Matthew chapter 17, verse 1, and you follow it all the way through, and you come to this point, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there. Well, there's only one mountain in the passage, and that mountain's the mountain of transfiguration. So that tells us 
something extremely extraordinary and important to understand what it means to have the faith the size of a grain of mustard seed. That mountain is the mountain where Peter, James, and John saw the glory of God. So the mountain that will move from wherever to where you are is the glory of God. So what he's saying, if you pray with the faith of a grain of mustard seed, you're not going to make the dead rise or walk on water or heal the sick. I mean, you might, God might do those things through you, but most importantly, what it means is that you're going to see the glory of God everywhere you are. Because why? We exist for his glory. We exist to glorify him and enjoy him forever. You know, Luke records another passage about the mustard seed as well. And we find that in Luke chapter 17 and verses five and six, and the disciples say to Christ, they say, increase our faith. And God says, listen, if you, had the f- if you had faith like the grain of a mustard seed, you could say this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted into the seed, and it would obey you. Well, I think there's a connection between these two, but there's a bigger connect. So it talks about a mulberry tree, and to the best of my knowledge, mulberry trees aren't in Palestine. Uh, the mulberry tree is, the Greek word is actually sycamore. Um, I can't tell you why they chose mulberry over sycamore, but they did. But the Greek word is sycamore. But if you look a couple of chapters in, after Luke 17 and Luke 19, there's a story about a little man named Zacchaeus. And we find that in Luke chapter 19, verses 1 through 5. He says, as Jesus entered, Jericho was passing through. Behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector, and he was rich, and he was seeking to see Jesus. But on account of the crowd, he could not because he was small in stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up to him. He said, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house. So what we see here is that Zacchaeus climbed up a sycamore tree to see the Lord. We see that he climbed up a sycamore tree to see God. If he had faith like the grain of a mustard seed, he could say to the tree, be uprooted, planted the seed. Now we have a man that's climbing a tree to see God, to see the glory of God. In Matthew, we have this idea that if we pray with, and we have the faith the size of a mustard seed, we'll say to the mountain, go from there to here, from here to there. And what we're So what's the mosaic pattern that we're seeing here? Well, the mosaic pat- pattern simply comes to this. Our chief aim is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. It's not about our glory. It's not about ability or talents or gifts. It's easy to pat ourselves on the back and say, look how great I am and strong I am. But that's not what this life is about. This life is about the glorifying of the Lord. When we take Scripture out of, our, out of context and we read ourselves into the story, we make the story of God about ourselves. And the story of God is not about us. It's about God and His greatness. So the mosaic I'm asking you to see is where can you pray for the faith the size of a mustard seed and see the glory of God? Each week we'll go over a passage of scripture learning how to live biblically in an unbiblical world. As we do this, we'll see the tiles that God is putting together in our lives of a beautiful mosaic that glorified Him. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your other podcasts. Until next week, Soli Deo Gloria.